so I'm walking into the hospital this morning, and it's a pretty it's a pretty long walk. I have to park in a parking lot that's about a block away from the actual hospital, and then by the time I get up to the fourth floor and walk through buildings, it's it's approximately ten minutes. So I get to see a lot of people on the way in here, and I get to see the people, you know, 7:45 a.m. biting their lip and the people just nervously looking around while they're walking into work and the people who look defeated and it just all of these different faces you know the guy pulling up in his little BMW that looks like it hasn't been washed in months blaring rap music and he's just like the most average looking white dude you've ever seen it's just there's just all this confusion everywhere you know, um, and that's, that has nothing to do with, with the music or anything, but it's just like, come on, man, like, if you're, if you're being completely true to yourself, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be doing half the things, if not more, that you're doing, and I think that applies to a lot of people, and a lot of this, a lot of this thought process was spawned by a video I watched on the way to work, well, more listened to, and it's The Psychology of Authenticity by Academy of Ideas, and... There was one quote that I just kept thinking of, and it's from the Gospel of Thomas. It says, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. And I feel like so many people just repress who they are, or what they want to say, or what they want to do for the sake of others, or for the sake of society, or for the sake of just an idea, whatever it is, you know, um, and they're just quite literally killing themselves, you know, it's like you, I hate to use this expression, but, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, if you don't use yourself, you lose yourself. So, maybe start trying to bring that forth a little bit, and you don't have to fully be yourself all the time, we can't, because we're all heathens, you know, the world wouldn't work anymore, but... Let it come out in certain ways, and don't completely repress all of it, and see what happens, see how it feels, and see which parts of yourself are going to help you get where you need to get, and do what you want to do. So yeah, that's it. Think about it. So this may sound a little weird because I'm walking down the sidewalk in front of the hospital and there are cars driving by and other people around and just outside noises, you know, there's some construction going on and who knows what else. But I don't mind it, you know, this is reality. This is the present state, this is the current moment, this is what's actually going on, you know. I don't intend for these to sound like they were recorded in a studio and then edited and mastered and all of this nonsense. It's just, that's not the purpose, you know, that's not the point. It's not the idea. It's not the intention. So here goes a bus. Just blew a whole bunch of dust up all over me. The woman in front of me just put on her sunglasses like a boss. 
but that's that's real. That's what just happened. I walked outside and what prompted this was a man was sitting smoking a cigarette outside the hospital. And I just started thinking about how interesting it is, or in my mind, how paradoxical it sounds to be able to be aware of an addiction. But I've also watched a documentary that talks about awareness being separate from a person or the mind or the self, and that it is almost like its own, I don't know, I guess you'd call it an entity or it's a thing, you know, it's a noun, but it's just so, it's just so meta, you know, like if somebody can be smoking a cigarette and be aware of the fact that they're addicted to nicotine or they're addicted to the act of putting something against their lips or to their mouth or, or whatever it is. But it's just, I don't know, it's just so fascinating to me to think that we have that ability to be aware, but then there's that lack of action, right? So it's like, when is it ever serious enough to act? When is it ever detrimental enough? When is it ever enough? And I, sometimes I think it's, it's never enough. Or maybe people's level of awareness doesn't really encompass a true understanding of what smoking entails and that's just the example because that's what prompted this video and when I say video I obviously mean podcast <laughs> um, but it's just uh, it's just one of those things it's it's uh, it's it's like one of those you can't to other people, that doesn't make sense. You can't be aware that you're addicted to something unless you admit that you're addicted to it. But then, once you admit you're addicted to it, the goal is to become unaddicted, right? The goal is to not need that thing anymore. Well, maybe. I don't know. It depends on the addiction. It depends on the severity. It depends on what you're addicted to. And I guess in the case of addiction, everybody just always assumes that it's this extreme where, you know, if you're addicted to alcohol, that you're drinking mouthwash on your lunch break or whatever. But I, I think there are just... A habit could be similar to an addiction. You know, you could be addicted to the habit of waking up at 6 a.m., drinking coffee, getting dressed, going to work. Like, that entire long process could become an addiction. And then, <laughs> you know, you retire, and, and what do you do now? You, you wake up, you drink the coffee, you twiddle your thumbs thinking of something to do. You know, it's, it's just a possibility. It's just a thought. I don't personally think that. I don't really believe that. I think addiction is something that's a little more serious and keeps you from doing things that you really would want to do. But why? Why addict? What are you holding on to, you know? It's it's usually that you're holding on to something other than what you're actually addicted to. And 
you know, the substance, more than likely, is just a substitute for the other thing, you know, for the, the lost family member, or the, the idea of, you know, your divorcing parents, or whatever it is, you know, anything. Your dog died, you can't pay the rent. Um, it's usually more longer term and, and continual, like somebody sustaining a serious injury in the family and it altering their lives and then also altering yours, but you know, this could, this could go anywhere. So, but I think it's always a substitution. I think loneliness is a really big one. Um, a lot of people have to put on fronts, you know, we have to, we have to look the part, but in pretending to be the people who we want other people to think we are, by looking the part, we do it, we do it everything horribly because we're pretending to be something that doesn't exist. You know, we're pretending to be an idea that doesn't have set boundaries. So in the case of work, we're like all of these people are going to work and they're pretending to be the best nurse or the best doctor, of course, in this case, because I'm at this hospital now, you know, the best, the best IT professional, the best whatever it is. It's like, you can only be the best if you have an idea of what the best is. And your idea of what the best is, is an idea. That's it. And so, instead of just trying to become the idea of this thing, you could instead become that thing. And that I think is universal. Like you don't have to be the best IT person. You can just be the best person and then work in IT. And of course that's just my situation. That's my example. That's how I like to look at it. Like I want to be the best Uriah because no matter where I go and what I'm doing, if I'm always striving to be the best me, then it doesn't matter what my career is, or where I live, or home around, what my situation is, you know, what my life vision is. If it's just always progression and betterment, then it's completely irrelevant that my education is in a certain category, in a certain subject, you know, in a certain field. <laughs> oh like all these ideas just out in the field that's it You'd, the field of education that's all it fucking is it's just a it's just a giant field and then people pile these ideas into it and eventually it becomes education or it becomes IT or it becomes philosophy or it becomes whatever and then people people are attracted to it you know the stability of the idea of the field full of ideas yeah so I think that's pretty much run its course it wasn't anything that I intended on talking about but that guy with the cigarette prompted it so here you go Let's see if we can get some more of these today
sad that we become so accustomed to mediocrity for the sake of these things that are bigger than us that don't really seem to serve much purpose other than this this constant state of unstable stability it's like this ebb and flow of keeping it together you know like everyone is on the verge of falling apart and there's just this giant puzzle and it's held together by scotch tape and then whenever one of the pieces of scotch tape falls off people develop a bad habit or they start sleeping too late or they turn to substances or they get angry you know they just start participating in these these varying acts or expressions but they're really not communicating clearly and I almost think it's because there's this fear of being real you know like nobody wants to admit that they have a problem because we don't have problems that's not how it works everything is great everything is fine everything is as it's supposed to be and that's just the way we go through just in this in this haze of everything is okay or it's going to get better I don't know man things get better but there's only a certain level of better you can reach and better is also in this type of world you know on a college campus at a at a hospital it's subjective you know you don't see most of the time unless unless they've been in like a really bad motorcycle accident or you know automobile accident or participated in a sport and they just hurt themselves doing something something extraordinary most of the people at this hospital are just dying you know they're people who have been living the wrong way for a very long time and they know absolutely nothing about how to keep themselves they don't, they don't know basic human functionality and I want to say it's no fault of their own but I mean I was born curious and I just always want to know about things and I don't know if some people are just more easily susceptible to the programming you know they just kind of fall into the mold and reshape themselves accordingly but I just don't see it that way I don't see I don't see that as an option I don't see it as a choice but these people just go along with it they think that because little Debbie's are sold at the grocery store and that they're affordable that they're good for you you know and that you can eat those things and they think that because Diet Coke is called diet and they're <laughs> trying to use an educated sounding word like dietary and then abbreviating it assuming that the people who are purchasing and or selling these products know or understand what dietary is or means 
but they don't. They don't realize that it's just it's just part of the world. It's just part of the consumer market. It's just part of the buying and selling and the supply and the demand. And people think that I'm crazy for not wanting to shop at Walmart or do these other things, you know, because your support comes through your money. You know, like, as much as we don't want to admit it, the world that's been created that we live in is powered by money, at least to us and the, and the people above us, you know, currency, you know, not money. I mean, money, yes, but in our form, it's just the, the, digital, the digital numbers in our bank accounts, you know, the paychecks that we never see that just go straight to direct deposit. You know, you're, you're working for somebody to, to type some numbers into a keyboard for you. This isn't supposed to sound negative. This is just like, it's just the way that it is. You know, you take out a home loan, they don't give you a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars to go buy your home with. You know, it's an exchange of the money between the banks and then you get some paperwork that says that you know, your name is allowed to be on the documentation proving that you own the home. It's just, everything is just bookkeeping. And the reality is that people are just driving around in cars right now or walking around on their cell phones, either talking or, or texting. Everybody I see walking right now, there's only three of them. They're all on their phones. One's talking, two are texting. It's just this, we all need this connection, you know? It goes, almost goes back to the addiction thing. We need to be connected to something. And to me, I, I feel like people, you know, admit they have an issue. I hope that I hope that took because I pulled the phone away from my ear and it stopped recording. But the moment they have an issue, it's like suddenly they're not human anymore. Suddenly they're not real anymore. But what's crazy is that like that that issue is real. You know, the issue is the reality and the quote unquote reality is also in my opinion what causes a lot of the issues because we are who we are, but then we're also trying to be who we're pretending to be or who we think we're supposed to be. And so it's like I don't know, man. It, the people who are schizophrenic are the ones that have just like finally snapped and just almost all of the time they're just spouting out nothing but truth it seems like but it's just in this most abstract way you know it doesn't it doesn't even register as as anything that could be factual because you don't really know where it's coming from but it's like everybody who's walking around living the life that they're living now might as well be the schizophrenics. They're the ones who go to work and pretend to be somebody and then go home and pretend to be somebody and then go hang out with their friends and pretend to be somebody and then, you know, it's just like, talk about multiple personality disorder except it's just the socially accepted one. I mean, you can't just admit that you're an artist and then paint for the rest of your life. You know, you have to also be somebody who can engage in social situations and you also have to be a connoisseur of 
certain foods and wines maybe to be accepted by other people and you also have to know how numbers work it's like you can't just be born and be the best at doing one thing you know like it's it's just this it would be great if we had more autonomy and and I'm sure people think that that sounds like I would want for things to be more mechanical and that I would want for humans to be more more robotic but I feel like I feel like that's the contrary. I feel like that that's kind of just what we want to do. We want to just commit to a few things and do those things, but instead we have to go out and play social and we have to, you know, just do all of this weird, unnecessary shit with no real goal or gain or motive other than the sake of keeping other people from freaking out, you know, and, and displaying these unwanted emotions that we don't want them to experience or us to experience while we're around them for the sake of discomfort. Baffling, mind-boggling, just, you know, it's just temporary. Let them freak out and learn their lesson and move on, you know, but nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to baby everybody. And we wonder why people can't wake up in the morning, you know, can't go, can't go the day without multiple coffees and, and sugary snacks and treats. You know, it's not because that stuff gives you real energy. It's because you're not being stimulated, and so you need something to stimulate you, and those things stimulate you quickly. Caffeine stimulates you. Sugar is a simple carbohydrate, and you break it down quickly, and it gives you energy, and it stimulates you. But just because you're being stimulated doesn't mean that you're doing something, you know? It's like you, you think that you are because you feel like you're capable, but you have to actually use that capability. You know, circling back to the last recording, you have to act. And people just don't act. You know, well, they do, but they don't. They don't act on their own accord, you know. They're acting how they think they're supposed to be acting instead of acting instinctually or, or by intuition. Oh, but I think it's time for me to go back to acting and head up the stairs and call it a day for the call it a day for the recording and for my lunch and just hope that the rest of this Friday afternoon I don't have to put up with anybody else's stupid shit. So alright, take it easy.